The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond! 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 What's up, everyone? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 215. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Go Jets! And a man who you know well, but Luke has given him, he, Luke wrote into Beyond at IGN.com. He gave Ryan a new nickname. Uh, I'm just going to get this, I'm just going to get right to it. This is the best nickname for Clements of all time. Greg, this is how you start the show. I'm here with sexually ambiguous Ryan Clements. Oh my! Oh my! Is he, is he offer me a ride home? We going on a date? I don't know. Is he flirting? Ladies and gentlemen, the PlayStation powerhouse Ryan Clements. Hello, everybody. It's good to be here again. Ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, it's another Thursday in the IGN office. We've made it. We're recording in the afternoon. It's it's been a crazy day, Colin. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I said, Colin. Oh, sorry. No one's talking to you. He was he was like, eh. I know he doesn't care. You I'm ca- leaning my mic. I mean, all right, I screwed it up. Keep going. All right, no problem. Uh, Ryan, you weren't here last episode. What I the know. fuck? I was in Korea. What the fuck for? Uh, North was, or south? Uh, south, definitely south. Okay. Uh, far south, actually. I was covering G Star 2011, and I kept comparing it to the. I, I kept likening it to a Korean E3 because that's all it is. It's their biggest video game expo in Korea. I see. Mostly PC and MMO focused, as I may have mentioned before. Fantastic. Fantastic. It's actually, it was actually, it's a super exciting show to go to. Uh, unfortunately, yes, it's not super, uh, relevant for us PlayStation fans so much. But as a as a closet PC gamer, I would say that it is also, uh, it was exciting to be there. Okay. Was just, I was also in Korea, which is a cool opportunity. Colin, you were here last week. How's was. life been since then? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I'm pretty exhausted. Oh. I don't even know why. Though. Yeah, I'm tired too. You've been playing a lot of Skyrim. Skyrim yeah. yeah, you've been playing a lot of Skyrim. Mm-hmm. How are you enjoying it? It's great. Yeah, Clements, you've been playing the Skyrims. I I played it for several hours in a row two nights ago. Last uh-huh. night I had work to do though. Okay. Yeah. Are you enjoying it? I uh, love it. What kind of character are you? Uh, I am a female high elf spellcaster. Okay. Yeah. Word. What are you? Yeah. What are you calling? I'm a Nord, male Nord uh, warrior. Use two handed weapons and heavy armor. We're similar to the same. I'm a female Nord. Do you use two-handed weapons? No, I use a sword and shield. Okay. I use... I, I think... Oh, no. I showed Mike Mitchell that my character is so funny. Like, he's so the strong. The Mike Mitchell? The Mike Mitchell. He's so... My character is so strong that, like, he wields his axe, his battle axe, or his hammer, and just kills everything almost in one hit. And I it's like it. a normal character. It's so, so great. Like, he'll, he'll have to, like... He, like, has to lift it. Like, yes, he's, like, all the stamina to lift it. I hold the attack button down, and then he smashes. So he gets, like, a few hits in between. But then yeah. he, just, he just fucking wallops, like, a dude with, like, one hit, and they just collapse on the ground and die. <laughs> so awesome. so nice. ga- Game Spy's Mike Nelson, who I would like to say is a friend of mine and uh, just a hilarious dude. So. No? Not at all? You guys okay. are friends. All right, fine. Acquaintances. He's maybe. an acquaintance. Co-workers. A- acquaintance. He's a definitely. I would like to say budding friendship. Has he been to your house? No. Have you eaten dinner with him yet? Mm, yes. Okay. Like a one-on-one dinner? Or is this like oh, you like post E three dinner? It, it was during E three. You know, fucking knows. Yeah. All right. Look. You I know, have dinner with this, lots of this, people I'm, during E three. Best friends with Shuhei Yoshida. Did I say look it? At did, us. did I say we were best friends? <laughs> we're pretty good friends. Did, friends. did I say that I that I grew up with Mike Nelson? No, he's just a buddy. There's of mine. this guy Mike Nelson. I, like and I grew up with him, and we. Anyway, were, and that's what you said. We played football together. This is, yeah, that's all. This is insulting everyone named Mike. Mike Mitchell's rolling over in his grave right now. Can I tell my story? <laughs> sure, please do. All right. I just th- he just had a hilarious observation, which I didn't even think about. When Say we start st- Skyrim, okay? You start up Skyrim, you're going down the wagon, 
You know, you got. I'm going your, down the you're, wagon. <laughs> you're in a you're in a Go wagon down that going. Wagon, bro. Going is that, down a is hill. that high elf going down the wagon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe he is troll. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't pronounce the name of Skyrim. No, no problem. But uh, so you're you're in you're in line to get executed, basically, and you step Spoilers. off the wagon. Yeah. Well, this is in I the know, first five the minutes of the game. And and the and the dude with the clip the clipboard is you. Step forward. What is your name? And if you think about what's really happening, you like step off the wagon, and your face just starts changing, and you're like your sex changes, your race changes, your nose is like because you're like adjusting this person person's character build on the fly well, right? i think that you're just making the vision they see that, that you've been it, that whole character but the whole it's all time. in real time like the everything's still happening like around this character so it's almost as if they're just <laughs> changing and he did the best impression of the dude with the clipboard and he's just like staring like at the at your at your dude as he's transmit you know what greg fuck you I don't, man I don't you care. never laugh at my I don't fucking care. jokes I don't care this for that is story. gold this is amazing i don't care for that story very much all right well you know what i'm out Good. Why don't you why don't you invite your fucking blood brother Mike Nelson over here to be on this show, alright? I hope I didn't break these headphones. When I, I will them. never know. By the way, I, I will say two things. That that is a minor spoiler because Bethesda went way out of their way to make sure no one saw that uh before the game came You're out. really not missing anything. And uh You go down on a wagon, big and, deal. And you just go down on this wagon. And then uh <laughs> You go down on a wagon. And I will say that, you know, Bethesda Game Studios last game Fallout Three had a much stronger intro than than oh Skyrim. yeah, totally. But totally. I think Skyrim's probably a stronger <laughs> game. That remains, you know, like I was saying on on Game Scoop uh, tomorrow. Like you will say on Game Scoop. Yeah, like tomorrow. I will say on Game Scoop. I know what I'm going to say already on Game Scoop. <laughs> we haven't recorded it yet. Uh, I've only played the game for about 14 hours, Skyrim, but I'm pretty sure it's the best game of the year. Yeah, I still game think, of the year. Still think the story was really funny. Just to imagine the dude with the clipboard yeah. staring at you as Tell you transform. Tell me transformed. it again and see if I can. If I All right. think it. So you're going down on Let's this wagon. Let's begin the show <laughs> with what once was and forever shall be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news, motherfuckers. We're cursing today. They're not going to laugh at any of your jokes. Fine, don't do, well, make, don't do it make then. You see how you feel. I make you see how you feel. I can't speak at all today. Well, there terrible. are eleven items on the list. Uh, Greg, let's play a game of I doubt it or I guarantee okay. it. Okay. Um, For new listeners, if we don't like it, we'll say I doubt it. Like the guy yeah, giving away not, the. Not that we're doubting that it exists. Yeah, we're saying we don't. That true. means we don't like it, and it's from an old commercial we're calling up. And then if I say I guarantee it, it's like Men's Warehouse. Everybody knows that one, and that means we like it. And that's a good news story. Yeah. Okay. Number. These are in no particular order. All right. Number one, the PlayStation Three version of Skyrim is giving some gamers problems, and Bethesda is reportedly looking into what the root of these problems are. Basically, it seems that when a player's save file gets over six megabytes in size, the game begins to stutter, suffering from serious frame rate issues. A patch was already announced. Overall platforms. But these problems will likely require another patch for PS3. I guarantee it. It's a little, it is an, it's it's an bad interesting news. story. Yeah, but it's good. You're getting close. Yeah, my, my, so I've noticed I've only been playing for two to three hours a night. And yeah, still a lot. It is. I mean, I it's not, not, do that. not as much as I want to. Exactly. I basically have a goal every night to go do something. Skyrim for me is, I think, pretty much a weekend-only game now. Or late night game. You, I, you started I, it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I played it all last weekend. Okay. But the thing is that when I come home from work now, it's like, oh, I got to do this. I got to eat dinner. I'm going to do that. Blah, blah. Like last night, I had like an hour to game between eating and then getting done a bunch of articles for today. And so it was like, I don't want to play an hour of Skyrim because I'm, I'm going to get halfway to my destination and then I'll get distracted by some talking crap. <laughs> talk to him. <laughs> How <laughs> many talking crabs have so. you found? Actually, two. Um, if you look up. Excuse me. Anyways, I know that that's. It's such an involved game that I, I want to play it on Saturday. Like, Saturday morning, I'm going to wake up, and I'm just going to play it on some. Yep. Uh, okay. You're, uh, you're getting, I'm sorry. We cut you off. You've only been putting in two or three no, hours, but you're work. getting close to the six megabyte. Yeah, thing. I've noticed that. So, in that two or three hour span, I've noticed that my, my save file is growing by, like, a half a meg every night. So, it's getting close to six megabytes. And, actually, I was playing the game yesterday going up to do a quest in, in some snowy mountains mm. and it was dark out and stuff and the, and the ground just looked like really gray and like the void of anything and I, I kind of didn't think twice about it I'm like oh it's just really dark out and whatever the, the mountains are dark maybe this isn't snow or whatever and then like a few minutes later like the uh, the textures just popped in it's weak snap man let's see there you go. Mm. Edit that all together, Ryan. The so text, the text is done. It's already Silver happened. Oh, wow. I can edit it live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I supposed to be recording this? <laughs> um, wait, wait, we started the show? But Skyrim's fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely fucking fantastic. Good game. Um, I hope they fix that problem, though, because I'm sure they I specifically got it on PS3 so I can, you know, be one with the PlayStation team. Yeah, well, what else would you get it on? And, a, a, any of the other systems that I own? <laughs> 
<laughs> you get on your Macintosh? My Mac. That's what I'm building the PC for. Your Apple, your Apple Lisa. Uh, number two, Kojima Productions has revealed that Metal Gear Solid Rising now has a new producer. Yuji uh, Korakado replaces Shig- let's see, Shigenobu Matsuyama at the helm for Close unknown enough. reasons. Korakado was apparently working on uh, as producer on the HD upgrades of Zone of the Enders 1 and 2, which could very well be the reason for his departure. That's totally conjecture. We don't actually know why. Right. Yeah. Maybe he's actually working on the new Zone of the Enders game. That may or may not be in development. I'm not really sure. But whatever. That doesn't sound, sound very like Metal Gear Solid Rising is coming out anytime soon. I guarantee it. <clears throat> I mean, we haven't heard anything on the game forever. It's been a complete disaster. They had to bring a guy out of E3 just to say it still exists, but show nothing. Yeah, and there, even then, there was rumors that they were changing who the producers were going to be. So that game sounds like it's in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I'm worried about it. Uh, number three, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 has broken the five-day ga- game sales record previously set by two other Call of Duty games. In five days, Modern Warfare 3 has brought in $775 million. In 2010, Black Ops made $650 million in the same time frame. In 2009, Modern Warfare 2 made $550 million in the same time frame. I doubt it. You don't think that's... Who the fuck cares? That's almost I, a billion dollars in five I, days. The same thing happened with the last Call of Duty and the one before that. And guess what? Next Call of Duty, the same thing. I don't care. This is like just saying the sky's blue. It's a lot of money. After man. the first three years of the sky being blue, we got over it. That's a tremendous... Are you, you're over it? You don't care about the sky anymore? <laughs> no, so if you woke blue. up and it was green, you'd just be like, no, holy that'd be shit. big news. Uh, the big news story, for the, the, I guarantee it will be in 2015 on the Roper Report when we announced that Call of Duty didn't set some stupid sales record. Mm, no, you you're not you're not going to care then either i just don't think you like these stories about sales about ca- ca- yeah about numbers that's true you know, I, I am a numberist a numberist or like a uh, a statistician statistician yeah got that one up on the site uh if you, <laughs> if you bought saints row number four if you bought saints row the third on ps3 you are eligible to receive saints row 2 for free sony promised exclusive content that never made it into the game so to make up for it every uh make it up to it to everyone thq is making the digital version of saints row 2 available to anyone who activates their saints row 3 online pass in the next 90 days or so i doubt it you don't think that's interesting no a fuck free the, game saints row 2 sucked no trophies yeah Nobody but cares so this is the this is a uh this is the second punch in the face so that ps3 gamers have gotten with content that was promised and not delivered yes but uh, ea's get made no good yeah they haven't done anything yeah what the, the my if favorite. you're not following battlefield 3 you're supposed to have battlefield 1972 i believe yes on battlefield the 1972 and it didn't and uh ea's done in nothing vietnam to fix it. the <laughs> latter days of vietnam uh yeah i mean uh, yeah that, that ea thing is is totally bogus just because they were they were like well you guys are, we're gonna give you dlc early instead and it's like we were already getting the early dlc that's not uh, uh, whatever uh number five Square Enix has relicensed Unreal Engine 3 for use in, quote, multiple titles after licensing licensing it several years ago and using it only once for The Last Remnant. I'm giving out a lot of fake I doubt it. That's a real I doubt it. Come on. Okay. Uh, number six, Skyrim sold 3.5 million copies in its first 48 hours on the market. Bethesda expects to make $450 million on Skyrim. I guarantee it. Oh, so now the numbers are fun. Again, it's not. It's an unexpected number. <laughs> oh, it's unexpected Skyrim would sell well? That like, well. I like that your sure. I guarantee it, by the way, sounded like you were almost like an Italian mobster. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, number seven, the Sly Collection, which came to the PS3 back in 2010, is now coming to the PSN. Sanzaru Games president Glenn Egan confirmed on the PlayStation blog that the collection will be available digitally for 30 bucks. Each game will be downloadable on its own for $10 each as well. I'm starting to lose track of why we're... Why, I'm not saying these news stories suck, right? Like, I understand... This is all news. Like, I'm glad we're talking about news. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is an I doubt it, too. Why? Big deal. Old game's old. Now it's coming in digital Jesus format. Is, Couldn't it? get out of your fucking hovel to get to GameStop, huh? Which, you gotta, uh, gotta sit there and download it. Which studio does Ninja XYZ work for? He was in Zanzaro. Okay, yeah. that's right. Is someone oh. calling us? Yeah, somebody tried calling us earlier or during GameScoop and Pick tweeted at us that... Uh, it's not... I, I don't have the phone. You can't... You also... No, it's right there, but you can't start recording Skype exactly. in the middle of the show. Yeah, that's so. the problem, ladies and gentlemen. We, we would love to have random call-ins on the show and actually talk to this kid. But if we answer right now, he'll never... You won't hear him. Yeah. So that's the problem. So one day, we will actually do a call-in show again, and that's when you can call him. Uh, call-in sounds like Colin. Hello, podcast beyond... <laughs> Alan Rickman's called it. <laughs> yeah. uh, number eight, Sorcery is Alive. IGN has confirmed that Sorcery is still in development. Colin Moriarty confirmed. Yeah, that was a Colin Moriarty joint. And better yet, we will be playing it very soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can tell you no more. I guarantee it. Uh, number nine, Sony has confirmed that Infamous Festival of Blood is the fastest selling PSN game of all time. They don't qualify this statement with any numbers, but they did confirm that it <laughs> so doesn't. So Greg can like it. But they did confirm that it doesn't mean that it's the best selling PSN game of all time. I 
God. <laughs> that was that was like a that was such a good uh, follow up to the uh, debacle Jeez. that was sold in, sold My out, God. retail, bought, and traded. Yeah, that Uncharted three back and forth was a nightmare. Yeah, whatever. Uh, number ten, F one two thousand eleven has been confirmed as a PlayStation Vita launch title in North America and Europe. I doubt it. Yeah. And number 11, Sony has revealed the UMD Passport program, which allows gamers to transfer select UMDs to their Vitas in digital form for a small fee. Can you, can you um, I, I actually, because of my busyness, I have not uh, caught up on that story. Can you t- talk about the, spe- the specifics of that? Sure. So, how does it work? So, certain, we don't know exactly how it works yet. Oh, C- certain right. publishers, I know Square Enix and Capcom and Sweet. obviously so- Sony first party and stuff, right. will allow you to download something to your PSP beginning in December right. that will. And your UMD will be in the drive or whatever. And then you can basically... I don't know if you're downloading the UMD. You're probably activating something on PlayStation Network that will then allow you on your Vita to download that game for a small price. So it's like signaling the fact that you own this UMD and it's sending that signal to the store. It's going to get you... I mean, my prediction would be, you know, the select games that are using it are the games that are already on the PSN, right? So it's just giving... It'll basically give you a voucher code. Yeah, very nice. Um, You have to pay for it. It's not like a full price, but there is like some sort of fee. Wait, the fee for the... Program that pings these. No, things, I think it's like each per, game. Game. per game, and each game is tied only to one account, so you can only do it once. But Sony hasn't made it clear how they're mm. gonna know. Yeah, like what you know, UMD. Like unless that UMD was made with the Vita transfer in mind, I don't see how they're gonna possibly ping PSN and know that this UMD has been taken. What about? games that you already have like psp games do you have digitally i assume they can just be copied right over i would think so i think you should be able to go into account management and download that there's there's no sure there we got it's it's the wild west out there these Mm. videos are going to come in we're not going to know what's on them there's going to be like a bunch of cattle just running around totally i was thinking like octopus arms coming out the back octopus arms colin it's not the wild west yes yeah i think ultros ultros i have two able legs and a willing body so i do sometimes (laughs) leave my hovel and go to the game store but how would i know what games are going to be on the shelves when i go hey mom and pop i'm here to buy some games hey mom and pop some what what are you about to to say games to games (laughs) to games to games i'm here to see something you go to the official ign list of upcoming Uh, playstation software on all three platforms by the ign editors i don't feel like singing today okay i like that there are mm, 1, good. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 games on PS3 today. That's not Sweet. enough. Nothing on PSP, nothing on PS2. Ouch. Um, Jane's Advanced Strike Fighter. Jane's Advanced Strike I don't even know what the fuck that Sailing is. Sailing through the skies, it's a Jane's Advanced Strike Fighter. Oh, Jane, we need some help over here. Here I come. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize Muppets were allowed to fly. It's Advanced Strike Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Air Conflict Secret Wars. Get Up and Dance. <laughs> Dynasty Warrior 7 Extreme Legends. God, why? They just won't stop with the Dynasty Warrior games. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Need for Speed The Run. Carnival Island. Saints Row the Third. A Little Big Planet 2 Special Edition. Plants vs. Zombies on disc. Rayman Origins. iPet and Friends. Marvel Superhero Squad. Comic Combat. Assassin's Creed Revelations. LA Noir Complete Edition. Pictionary Ultimate Edition. Bejeweled 3 on disc. Medieval Moves. Deadman's Quest. Holy balls it's a lot of games lots of games there guys I <laughs> do it okay <laughs> no, <laughs> hello alan this is alan <laughs> just wanted to remind you to take the pork roast out of the freezer and into the refrigerator so it defrosts properly <laughs> <laughs> it's good. You do a really, you do a better impression of him than than they did on Family Guy. No, that's not true. That Family Guy impression was good. Ryan, uh, yes. If my legs were broken and I didn't want to leave my hovel, what right. could I download straight to my PS3 before before I or the PSP before I answer that? Theater. Are you okay? Both your legs are broken. Do you do you need medical assistance? Who cares? No, I mean right, I'm in my cares? hovel. Yeah, right. I got Pratilla. I got I got the you Mike got, Mitchell got there. Beer. I got I got All the right. Colin there. Colin would serve me cheese. Yeah, yeah. Colin, if I broke my arms. Yeah. And I was laying in, I was bedridden. Yeah. Would you come in and feed me cheese pizza? Sure. All right, thank you. Sure. Oh, so cute. He's my friend. Only once every other day uh, would I feed you anything. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the time you just walk in and eat in front of me. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, downloadable, available this week. We have Jurassic Park the Game, full season episode one through four bundle. 
Hollywood Squares, which Colin loves. 4.0. Loves. Burger Time World Tour. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, the digital version, is now available, as well as Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. Uh, and then for minis, we have Rumble Trucks. <laughs> All right. Uh, we also have some Uncharted 3 DLC. Killzone stuff. And we have some... Oh, do we have some Killzone stuff? No, the, the Uncharted stuff is Killzone stuff. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Uh, and uh, what else do we got here? We have a, a bunch of stuff. The usual suspects are here, as well as a PS1 classic titled Vanguard Bandits, which... Colin was trying to remind me of, and it looked awfully familiar, but I yeah, don't it's remember like a if, really, I, if I actually played this it's game. It's a human entertainment game. The guys that did, like, Pro Evolution, uh, or not Pro Evolution, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. Uh-huh. And, uh, and it was um, released really late by Working Design in uh, the United States on PS1, and it's a like, very rare game. So if you're into RPGs, like Strat RPGs, that might be, that might be a reality. To, I was, well, I was trying to look for any funny uh, descriptions, descriptions, but yeah, it looks no, like no. they're all very legitimate. Uh, I'm reviewing this, Jurassic this Park, and I didn't enjoy it too week. much. Not as I didn't enjoy it as little as Colin enjoyed uh, Hollywood Squares. X gets the... Oh, my God. That's what I think of that. Uh, uh, we know everything. Everything's been laid out. The cards are on the table. It's time for pick of the week. I know I said I, know I, said I wasn't re- in the mood singing, to sing, really but singing. now I'm That's like, now I really want to sing. Okay. What should I sing? It's pick of the week song. Pick of the week. It's pick of the week. You gotta pick something. Pick of the week. <laughs> uh, I think contenders from the list. Yeah, I threw it out already. So. It doesn't matter. Saints Row. Yep. And there was another one on there. Oh, Deadman's Quest. No, <laughs> Jurassic Park is not in contention. Deadman's Quest. Raymond Origins. Was Raymond on there? Yeah. yeah oh, then there you go. That Raymond's gonna win. I didn't play it. Yeah, I haven't played it either. I like, it's been busy. We're it's uh, game of the year is coming up. I need to oh, play God. a lot of stuff. Excuse me. I was uh, I was gonna say just in case you're looking for a new PlayStation Move game to play, Deadman's Quest is worth a look. The yeah, game's really it good. It looks interesting. I liked your video review. Thank you. Mm. Uh, so there you go. I know Damon liked uh, Saints Row a lot, but I know Oh, you know loved it. it? 8.5 for Saints Row. Saints Row. 9.5 for Raymond Origins. Uh, platformer if you're in the mood for platformers. Yes. And who isn't? Platformans. Also, the uh, Vita version of Raymond Origins looks fantastic. So if you want, it's just the same game. It's I pre- I'm pretty sure it's the same game, but it just it, uh, looks sublime on that beautiful little screen, mm. that little OLED screen. Mm. So I would recommend, it, say right now, get uh, Saints Row if you're in the mood for Saints Row, and then if you kind of want Raymond Origins, why not wait? And then you'll have an awesome Vita game to play true. when Vita comes it's out. True. It's true. Clement speaks no? the truth. You got some ideas. Do not like that plan? I think that's no, a, that's, a, that's a happy um. I mean, happiness. it sounds just like mm. even keel, but there's some happiness to it. Um, I could go for some pachis right now, man. Who couldn't? Uh, uh, so just uh, chow down. Topic of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Topic of the week. What is the date today, Ryan? It is uh, Thursday, November 17th. What does that mean to you, Colin Moriarty? PlayStation 3's birthday. That's right. It's the five-year anniversary of the PlayStation 3. Uh, we did a video today breaking down our some of our memories but believe it or not back in the day ryan you mm. and i contributed to an article where we talked about the one year anniversary oh of the playstation my goodness. 3 and this the, is going to be embarrassing the good folks at psu.com on their forums uh pulled out uh, some of our clips this is from back in the day this is from four years ago right i just googled it and found it yeah uh, they don't seem to be jerks they don't seem to be pulling us apart so okay. Okay. uh jeff haynes summed up the year one of the uh, jeff haynes if you don't remember he pees his pants uh jeff haynes summed up year one of the ps3 like this year one was definitely a period of growing pains for sony's system greg miller summed up year one like this i'll never forget the moment i knew something was wrong with the ps3 it was when i discovered i didn't want one on launch day <laughs> ryan clement summed up the first year of the ps3 poor playstation 3 it seems in rough times and taking a lot of abuse this year. I'm sure most of, m- most can agree that Sony and the PlayStation 3 have endured a fair share of criticism, outrage, and disappointment. But nestled within all that negativity <laughs> glimmers a hope and occasional str- I'm sorry, uh, glimmers of hope and occasional strides towards a pure forward, oh. a pure sound. And encourage PlayStation 3 owners to keep their chins up. Mm-hmm. Now here we are. Four that years later. a hell of a sentence. Yes. Now it's a long Is that sentence. a full sentence? <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> I want to call Colin's attention to the image Ryan <laughs> used to use. <laughs> Man, is it the banana? Young, that's young Ryan. That is young it, Ryan. Is it the banana? Oh, that is some young God, Ryan. We were, we were there. young men. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a time Holy when we were young sh- men. That's in the old article. A, yeah. I think that might be kind of like just on the borderline of chubby Ryan days. Yeah, yeah. I think so. All right, well, I'll put it in the... Hold on, I you, gotta, I gotta yeah, see go, it. Yeah, go, please go ahead. If you want to see the oh, image those, of that young all, Ryan. Oh, that wasn't all one sentence. 
Uh, whatever, I read it off the message board, <laughs> not even there. Anyways, <laughs> that's what the message board pulled out, the PSG forms. Anyways, you can ch- I'll put that image into Podcast Beyond this week, so if you come to IGN, you can see the image. Anyways, five-year anniversary of PlayStation 3. What is the state of the PlayStation 3, Colin Moriarty? The state is good. Okay, good. There you go, Greg. It could be better. Yeah. It could be worse. Yeah. Got a little piece going up today about PlayStation 3 sales um, and how uh, PS3 is actually selling a lot better than people think it is. Um and obviously, I mean, in, in term, what matters most about any system, right? It's the games. You know, of course. Um, and PlayStation 3 has games. And uh, it's, it's up to you whether you buy them or not, but there are actually a lot of good <laughs> exclusives on the, uh, you know, and they're not selling well. I mean, candidly, they're not, you know, the, most of the exclusives have not sold well at all. Um, but they... Uh, Can you be candid with like 20,000 or however many millions of people listen to this podcast? 20,000 million people? 20,000 million. I think that's, those are the numbers we get yes. from... Uh, yeah, like, yeah, of course I can be candid with them. Hmm. I can there be candid with them. What we, yeah, I'm being candid. Okay. Got it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think the system's strong. I, I keep saying that one of the strongest things about PlayStation 3 isn't only the library of games, but the fact that PlayStation Network is free. And I think that that is going to be, uh, you know, if you look at the two models of what 360 and what PlayStation are doing, I think that eventually Microsoft will have to capitulate and have a free online service. I don't think it's going to go. The, I don't think it's going to go the other way around. Everyone says and, and knows that Microsoft has a cash cow with Xbox Live, and they do. But it's a hassle for people when they have to pay for Netflix and they have to pay for all these things just to have the service uh, when the service should really be free. And but that, you're, you're and talking about Xbox 720. Are you talking about yeah, no, live? Yeah, yeah. No, like I, I, no, okay. no, I think in the future, I, like, for instance, when I think when we, when we get into the solid-state future in two generations, what will end up happening is that the service will be free, whatever it is, whatever this unified platform is, or if Sony's still doing their thing and Microsoft's still doing their thing or whatever, and then the games will cost money. But the, the act of paying to get online is ludicrous and stupid. And I think that that's, like, one of the, one of the things that you're already paying to get online because you pay for your ISP. So, you know... I think that that's like a, a bit of a conundrum, and I think that Sony's actually on the right side of that one in particular. But whether it hasn't or not, play- them? no, maybe not. But whether or not PlayStation, first of all, it has helped them with some people. I mean, some people do not want to pay for things. Um, but uh, you know, I think PlayStation Network is, is strong. I think it's only going to get stronger. I think uh, that the free model is is great and will be the future. Um, and so I think that they're on the right side of history with that one. Plus, they have all the exclusives. Sony has the long view on the play in the PlayStation Three era, which is all of the you know the fifteen first parties that they've purchased. Well, that's a long view in PlayStation. I think not even, not PlayStation Three. We we've been cooking and kicking around an article a while. You'll eventually see it on IGN for me about what you know. This year has been for PlayStation. And now, you know, we talked about it being the year of the PlayStation, right? When, you know, back in January, December, when we came in here. And I think now that you're all the way at the end of it now, or coming up in December, coming up on the turn, it's one of those things that this year was depressing, just in the fact that uh, Sony didn't win this year. You know what I mean? Like, they had every, they had all the exclusives. They had all these great games. They had all the cards in their hands to dominate and they had price drops and they had packages and they had bundles and they still seem to just be behind they just can't do it whether it be the psn update whether it be uh you know uh, a horrible cataclysm in uh, uh japan destroying and knocking motor storm can't come out when it's supposed to so then there's no marketing for motor storm or they can't market resistance because they just put out a kevin butler ad and all this other stuff just like they couldn't get it together this year and this was their year this was the year where there should have been no contest. Everyone should have only been playing PS3, and they couldn't. And I think it just shows the stranglehold Xbox has on not. And that, that makes it sound like a bad thing. I mean, the dominance Xbox has this generation, and the fact that it's insurmountable. I don't. I mean, well, I'll, Ryan, why don't you why don't you chime in, please, please. I mean, I don't know if I have anything particular to add to this. I think that. Well, first of all, my question for Greg. Yeah. Is you say that you know Sony didn't win? Yeah. But like, what? How are we defining the winning? Should have pulled ahead. I mean, should have been on the tip of everybody's tongue. Everybody should have been playing those games. Everybody I think should it's, have only it's very. Been, it's people very... should have. I mean, think about like the fact that you never saw people calling it out that Xbox had no clothes this year. Mm. Gears of War was it. You know what I mean? Like that. That's all sure. people had to play until Halo anniversary. Now I just and wonder, nobody noticed. Nobody cared. I just wonder if I mean yes, we have we have sort of our eyes on everything, and we can kind of get a general, um, you know, uh, like sweep of the of the industry. But I'm wondering. I mean, maybe some people, the some average Joe gamers out there, do think that Sony totally dominated this year, and it's possible. You know, I mean, I, I think that I don't know if I would say that it's it's certain that they totally lost. 
now I, I totally... I mean, we're talking about the court of public opinion. I'm right. not talking numbers. I'm not talking hard right, facts. Right, right, I mean, right. don't get me wrong. They're exclusive sold, not as well as they should have. You know what I mean? If yeah. there's two, should have sold I way think that's, more. I think that's the depressing fact here, is that a lot of bad things happened to them on a year when they were poised to do the best. Yeah. Now, did, do I think that that means that they utterly failed? I don't know, because I don't know how we could really back that up with, like, exactly. numbers. But. And I mean, I think the failure part of it, right, is I'm just saying that they, that they weren't in every system. Yeah. That they put out all these AAA exclusives and people didn't buy them. When you know, I mean, look at Uncharted's numbers are shipped in, shipped out, sent to the moon numbers. Like, <laughs> people, there are millions of PS3s out there. They should have been able to sell more for these big games, and they didn't. You know what I mean? And that's the part where you're like, well... You know what I mean? Like, I had a, I had a conversation pop up in email uh, two days ago, and it's my friends back in Missouri talking about, uh, one of them said, you know, I just moved in with my girlfriend, blah, 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 so now our house has a PlayStation 2 and a Wii. I was wondering what online games we could all play together. And I was like, well, nothing for PS2, and we we can play Mario Kart, but there's no way to talk to each other, so then you have to explain Skype to you, and blah, 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 blah. And somebody else chimed in, well, how much are, you know, PS3 is an Xbox 360s? And I told them the prices or whatever, and then it was like, I was waiting for them to say, well, which one should we get or whatever. And then, like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, for them, I would recommend a 360. Because all they're going to want to do is play an online game with us, which means that you buy the 360 and the headset comes included, and you're, it's plug and play. Because if not, then I'm walking three separate people through how to register a Bluetooth headset, which is a pain, right? Yep. And not only that, how to buy a Bluetooth headset. Yep. And if they have a – and, like, these are just – these are normal people. These aren't gamers. You know what I mean? Like, and then the headset you have for your phone is it a Bluetooth headset. And all this other stuff I have to break off now and try to explain to bring them back. Whereas the simple plug yep. and playness of a 360, and then trying to get an actual party together on the PS3, I still think is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, so. exactly. Okay, add friends. Yeah, you can't just party up outside of the game, go in and do it. Yeah, it's a it's a shame that I mean Sony's platform. I really do feel like Sony's platform is the single player's platform, and Xbox is the party player's platform. I suppose. That's, I mean, that's, I that's think sort of how I view it. Now, Zach writes into Beyond at IGN.com oh. and says Beyond Beyond. With Xbox turning 10 this year and all the coverage, I realized that the Xbox has always been more of a social console, with most of its exclusives having strong multiplayer experiences, Halo, Gears, and Mass Effect 1. Uh, strong multiplayer experience. Uh, whatever. Whereas Sony's exclusives have always revolved around the extremely strong and single-player experiences, Uncharted, God of War, Infamous. This thing is how both Greg and Colin play single-player almost exclusively. Do you think this might be part of the reason of why you love PS3 so much? Zach? Maybe. I mean, I, to me, you know, I think, you know, it's like the point I made, which was... It all comes back to games, and you know, I really liked Greg. You know, Greg really put it pretty, pretty pertinently when he said the Xbox 360 had no clothes this year. Like, and no one would really call a spade a spade, and you know, except for maybe on this podcast and a few other you know vestiges of, of you know, candidness basically, you know, <laughs> candor about uh, <laughs> about the situation with the Xbox. Yes, the Xbox is very popular in North America, yeah. and it has a pretty robust online they have to pay for and some people have no problem doing that yeah. whatever 60 bucks a year i mean it's a, kind of a drop in the hat for most people i think it's a game basically and you know it has all these things going for it, but at the end of the day it's 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 really interesting to see what these companies have done this generation to prime themselves for the next generation true, because true. i think i think what you're gonna end up seeing you know you, you know a little math for you basically you know ps3 on average is selling 125,000 more copies or more units every month than the 360 around the world. You don't hear those numbers very often, and obviously there's parity there. Sometimes 360 selling more, sometimes PS3 selling more. But if you average out the 60 months that PS3 has been on the market, it is outselling the 360 to the tune of 125,000 units a month. Yeah. So the units are out there. And the one thing I'll tell you that I've noticed a lot in comments on IGN in the last year, year and a half, is when you go into the comments, you see a lot of, you know, you know the loyalists and the fanboys and everything. You know, they go, they go crazy and, and, and all these comments. But what you're reading a lot more of is people saying, like, man, I need to buy a PlayStation, you know? Or, man, like, I own a PS3 now, and really, people were right about the PS3. Now I'm buying my, multi my multi-platform stuff on PS3. Now I've just put my 360 away. Now I'm playing all the, you know, I'm catching up with Resistance and Infamous and, and Killzone and all, these, and all these series, whatever. Things that you can't play on another system. You took a turn there, I didn't see. What? Oh, oh CPU, can, I put my 360 away. I, I definitely, huh. I definitely, I mean, I'm not saying that everyone says yeah, that, but yeah, I've I know, seen I know, that. I'm definitely saying, like, well, 360 is collecting dust, and, you know, it's got all these things. Like, definitely people are giving PS3 a, sh a fair shake now. True, I think. true, true, true. And, true. and you know, it, may, it might be a little too late, but, uh, you know, take it to the bank. PS3 will outsell 360 this year. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. absolutely will. It's only 2 million units behind now, and it's been on the market a year less time. It's, it's, it's going to happen. So, you know, it, and, you know, first of all, 360 is dead in Japan, it's basically officially dead. 
So that that's one territory that so it's Sony's home territory. They won. It's over. In Europe, Europe's always been very Sony centric, and yeah, uh, and they were Sega centric, and then they were Sony centric, and picking winning horses. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's, so like, you know, the, you know, Europe has an interesting you know game game history. They were all about Commodore sixty four. They were all about Mega Drive. They were all about PlayStation. You know, and so. Um, the PS3 is doing well here. The battleground is in North America, and it's here. It's because we're American, I think, and we get all the American numbers American. and stuff that it makes it look like 360 is really trouncing the PS3 everywhere, but it's not. And and like th- that that story needs to be told, you know. Yeah. And and um, that the PS3 is not in as dire straits as it is. It's, in fact, and I, yeah, this is taking a, a, a thread of this five year anniversary where it makes it sound like we're back to year one where we're shitting all over it. Obviously, PS3 is great. We definitely dig it. But I think that even when you see the numbers surpass, I think the sales of the exclusives that we are championing and saying how great they are, the fact that they're so low shows you that. Whereas for me, my Xbox is my exclusive machine. Like that's when I'm like. Oh, well, Gears is out. I'll play that. Or New Left 4 Dead or whatever. That's when my Xbox gets hooked back up. You know what I mean? And then everything else I play on my PS3. Whereas I think the, now for most other people, it's the other way around. And that's why, oh, it's my Uncharted machine. I agree. I mean, I don't think you see... You see interesting things. I mean, I haven't seen sales numbers in a while that I've really poured over. But the interesting things you start to see are what third-party games sell better on PS3. Mm. And it was like Ninja Gaiden and Final Fantasy 13 and stuff. Those actually sell better on PS3 Catherine. now. Catherine obviously is going to sell better on PS3. It wasn't even available on uh, you know, a, a lot of like that's the other thing is a lot of PS3 like multi-platform games are not even available in Japan. I think even Final Fantasy 13 2 won't be available on 360, right? In in Japan. Oh, in J- yeah, in Japan, I don't know. Um, I mean, so, certainly certainly will be here. I know but... D, like Dark Souls is not available on, on 360 in Japan for instance. So, mm. like those games will obviously sell better. I think that I I just think it's, you know, I think there are a lot of factors like the 360 came out a year early. People like wanted a new system. Xbox Live and achievements and all those things blew people away and sucked them in. I know because I lived with a guy when I was in college, you know, one of my very good friends, Doug, who bought a 360 when it came out. We were, like, smitten with it, you know? It was like, holy shit, what is this thing? You know, achievements, this is cool. And playing online, having this ubiquitous online gameplay. Like, 360 getting out the door, even if the system was frankly broken, uh... They did themselves a great service, and people don't really, you know, they had this kind of, after a couple of years, had this smart way of repairing people's consoles and all those things, and and I think the price, you know, it, the the parity grew with with you know the price point and and PlayStation being six hundred dollars, and Sony basically saying things like, we don't need to have any games, you'll buy it, you know, yeah, yeah, and and so I like you can't do that, and and I think people showed that you know if anything that the the, the loyalty the PlayStation brand was not strong enough to extract $600 from millions and millions of people's wallets, even if they had the money. Yeah. I mean, obviously, in college, I was poor. If I really wanted to buy a PS3, I could have, but I couldn't justify spending $600 on that thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so I think when you look at all the numbers and you look at that PlayStation has really only been really strong, really strong for two years, it's actually pretty impressive that the numbers are where they are. And I think people need to kind of take some positives away from that. And like I said, it's all about next generation now. It's all about kind of getting to the next to the point where you know like that's what i'm saying microsoft really only owns like three or four studios and sony realizes that the middleman is going to be cut out eventually and they don't want to be cut out that's why they bought all these studios and they're going to keep buying more studios i suspect that they're going to try to buy studios like quantic dream and that game company and all those so you know it's it's going to be interesting like what the solid state revolution looks like and what playstation means going forward Mm -hmm. you know and playstation 4 and the vita and stuff and 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 the digital revolution i'm i I think sony's going to do fine they're not making any money that's the problem so um, I don't know, and and of course, then there's the wild card of what Nintendo does and stuff. And I, and frankly, I think the show's over for Nintendo. But um, as far as being a hardware developer is concerned, so I really think it's going to be you know next you know I don't I don't think we I think we is going to be a dud. So you know, and maybe it won't be. Hopefully, it won't be. I'd love to be back in the Nintendo camp and enjoy things there. But I think it's going to be a two man race here between Microsoft and the Xbox 720 and the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about getting out the gate early, and it's about getting out the gate smart. And, and frankly, I think PlayStation 4 will be the last one out the gate. So yeah, so are they back in the same place then? Five years, six years from now, are we having the same conversation? I, I maybe. I think. I, I really think price point is important. I think that if they they prime PlayStation Four and say it's going to be four hundred bucks or whatever, and it's worth it, and it's worth waiting for, and it's got all these great things, and here's what we're going to give you, and here's what we're going to promise you. It's very, frankly very much like what they're doing with Vita, which is to say, like cl- clearly Vita would have been ready to come out earlier. They have supply side problems because of the tsunami and the earthquake. That's probably why it didn't come out this year in North America. But they they have games. There are games. There's an Uncharted game. Yeah, you know, on Vita, like that's gonna be ready to go. Yeah, and uh, so I think you know, I think that that's gonna tell the tale, or whatever. But you know, we'll see. You know, I think I actually think Vita sales are gonna be very telling on what PlayStation means in 2012. I don't think it's PS3 is even that important anymore in in Sony's mm, overall. Interesting. Yeah, and overall theme as it were. So when is PS4 getting announced? E3? No. no. Next E3? Next Tokyo Game Show, I think. Mm, okay. I think they're gonna ride through 20. 20- this coming Tokyo no. Game Show? 
I think it's gonna be twenty like twenty thirteen before they say anything about PS4. I think it would be a huge. I think I'll tell you right now. I think it would be a huge mistake to let the let the the, the cat out of the bag with PS4 early. I really. Like, it's, a, it's probably gonna show up on core. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. Like, you know, like if they if they un, if they do what Nintendo did with Wii U, it's gonna be a bad scene. You know, like where we don't even really know what the hell this thing is, and they don't even know what the hell the thing is. If they start doing what Nintendo did at E3, which is like announce games that don't exist and announce co- consoles that basically don't exist. That's troublesome. That's gonna be a problem. So yeah. I, I would rather them just wait. Yeah. You know? Do what they did with NGP. Oh, NGP. I remember those days. <clears throat> That's For- it. But I think we'll see. I think we'll see the new Xbox at E3. Yeah, it sounds like it. there's a lot of rumors out there right now that it'll be showing up. Uh, what was the oh CES? There's a CES rumor too, for 720 to appear. Who knows though in this crazy workaday world? We didn't really. <sighs> we just kind of ranted all over the place about PlayStation brand. Do you want to say anything on the PlayStation's uh, anniversary there, Ryan? No. You I'm bought good. one. You bought one at launch. You're the only person in the room to buy one at. Uh, Am early. I actually? Well, I mean, it, well, it wasn't like exactly launch time. You paid I waited, for, I waited for, for the right, first price drop. I paid. So. Yeah, I, I paid. For, I paid six hundred dollars. Yeah. You regret it. I know. As I was, as I explained in the video, it was one of my gateways into IGN and uh, the job, the sure. career that I have now. Yeah, make sure you go watch our video on uh, IGN.com. It was, it was a good video. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation Three or PS Three five years later. Also, Greg, man, I am. Uh, I'm. It, it, I, I swear, it always happens at exactly two p.m. I looked down and timed it, and uh, I just get really sleepy. Right? I think it's just after after eating. You think maybe it's just on your head? You're like, well, I'm going to get sleepy at 2 o'clock. There it is. I'm tired. I wasn't even paying attention to the time, and my, Kali, my body just started to, body just starts to shut down. My eyes get Go to bed. Tired. You don't wake you up. What? Reader mail. Whoa. Mail yeah. call. Maelstrom. Maelstrom. Male pattern baldness was always my favorite. Mm, mm. Uh, remember, if you want to be part of the show, we're the conversational podcast. It's simple to be on Podcast Beyond. You're right into beyond at IGN.com with a question. Or... A statement like Chris Robinson did. Chris wrote in to beyond at IGN.com. This is great. Sent November 17th, that's today, to Podcast Beyond. Subject to the kid who asked if there was a sex scene in Assassin's Creed Revelations. Body. Nope. No no sex scene in Assassin's Creed Revelations, says Chris Robinson. Chris, thank you for being our reporter on the spot. Who asked that originally? Was that last week? Yes, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, Luke writes in to beyond.ign.com, says, Wife still hasn't gone into labor, but doctor said any time now. Congratulations, Luke. I Congrats. hope I hope it's happened by now. It's, it's a long amazing. time to be waiting. Yeah. Uh, Chris, or I'm sorry, Luke says, How do you guys recommend bringing the young chap up with regard to gaming? Do you start him where we started with 8-16-bit eight, eight classics like Mario, SNES RPGs, etc.? Do you start him with whatever the current generation is? Blah, 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 blah. What do you think beyond? I think there's we've we've gotten actually a similar question before about like this uh-huh. and and I think that in an in an age like that when if you if you get your child to to play a video game at I guess what what would when would you have the motor skills like three or four maybe months, yeah three or four months no you definitely not <laughs> definitely not um, I think that there's something special and kind of I don't want to say they use the word melancholic more like nostalgic about. Just, like, when they don't have the conception of, like, what looks good and what looks bad. Giving them, like, the very first, you know, Super Mario Brothers and just having them play around with it a little bit. So then they'll always have that memory of that sort of 2-bit, you know, sorry, 2D, 8-bit <laughs> aesthetic. And uh, and then kind of working working the way up from there. Though you could also argue that that's totally silly and me just being nostalgic and you should just give them the best and the coolest right away. Yeah. I think both camps of thought, both schools of thought have valid arguments. God willing, I'll never have a child. But if I did, I would start them with Would you not current. want a little baby Miller? I did not want a little baby Miller. Never have. Even even like will. 10 years from now? Now, I watched, I see, because that's always what I hold on. When I was in high school, I watched a movie called Family Man with Nicolas Cage. And if you remember, Nicolas Cage, uh, before he had the family, was just banging some hot secretary in lingerie. Like, she showed up naked at his house or whatever. And then he got, you know, he had the, like, stroke or whatever the hell it was where he woke up in the alternative universe where he stayed with his high school sweetheart, Taylor Leone. And uh, that life did not look fun. And that was pretty much it. I was like, I don't kids. And I was like, but I always held out the thing. Maybe one day I'll change my mind. I'm, 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 getting, I'm nearing 30. I think I'm getting pretty. I've got the pretty much adult head on. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, some, no some people just aren't interested. Pret- I mean, in look, you saw it before the show. I forgot. Oh, I got to. I got to text the Mike Mitchell. Can he walk the dog? Like that's too much responsibility. No, well, that's let alone picking up yeah, some kid, well, right, Colin? Everybody has those moments. That's correct. Hey, by the way, I'll say this. I have two nephews. Uh, well, actually, I have I have three nephews and a niece. But, but you only my, care about two. No, no, that's not true. But my my, my sister's two boys, um, are like six and three. And uh, I keep asking her. When I was three, I was playing games. Yeah. Like, straight up. Uh, and uh, she's, like, very hesitant to let 
them play games. And uh, I keep begging her. I'm like, I'm going to bring, you know, I'm going to bring the Vita home when I go home for holidays and stuff. And, um, you know, I had my PSP with me like last year and DS and stuff. And they, they play, like, they like looking at these games and playing. I was playing Symphony of the Night, for instance. And like, I, I think, I think it's important to develop those skills, those skills early, like those gaming skills and like gaming logic basically early and and make these, and make these kids good gamers or whatever. And, and, and not feed into the, the, what is frankly, um, a false stereotype about about gaming early which is that it can make you violent or you know whatever I mean, you don't concentrate in school and stuff i did really well in school and went to a really good college and focused in all those things and i played a hell of a lot of games you yeah. know uh so i think you can have the best of both worlds the best of both worlds hey greg yeah buddy so the the problem is i was going to originally ride off of your nicholas cage comment yeah. because in korea i was walking through the airport please in, tell me you saw nicholas in korea no i wish but uh there was just a giant poster, and this happens a lot in Asia, giant poster with, like, long-haired, receding hairline Nicolas Cage just holding up his hand, like, kind of at his chin, yeah, yeah. and it this massive watch on. And, and, like, the ad was just, like, Nicolas Cage wears our watches yeah. so he can check the time. You know, like, those yeah, sorts yeah. of things. And it's For just relaxing fucking, times. It's fucking it's times. Nicolas Cage in Korea. And, like, I don't think they have the same comedic you know uh connection that i have with nicholas cage but the beast oh not the beast valley what is that what is that what is that what is that valley girl is still the best nicholas cage movie no oh come on dude fucking uh uh wicker man is is the best nicholas cage movie of all time connor how to get burned how to get burned how to get burned how to get burned american treasure no he writes american treasure american treasure i think you i think you got confused because nicholas cage is america's treasure no he writes in he says beyond beyond hi greg ryan colin and any guests there are any uh earlier this week i was having a conversation with my girlfriend about whether or not video games can be considered an experience i say that it absolutely is because i cannot get another experience like it anywhere else and because it is out of, because it is in my control. It is unlike anything else out there. She does not think so and says, quote, an experience is something you live through, not something you play, end quote. Also, in bitch voice, probably, am I right? I would like to respond. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Do you agree with either of us? I'm going to have to agree with the gentleman in this relationship. What was the, the girl's name? She, we didn't get it. His uh, name is Noe. Noe? Why? Colin, are we just that unentertaining today? No, sorry. You have to fiddle. You're leaning back away from your mic. <laughs> sorry. Being a bad Colin. Sorry. Go to your bag. <laughs> Noe. This is, I'm speaking to Noe, right? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Noe, I'm sure your girlfriend is a marvelous and divine lady Bitch. filled with wonder. <laughs> supportive kind but she is just so damn wrong in this particular situation now the 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 question that i would pose to her uh miss is 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 playing a a game a heated game of basketball like not not an experience is is mountain biking not an experience you are making love is, is making love not an experience you are actively participating in the mountain biking you are, it is not you are not a passive observer of this you are participating you are controlling it uh and that is an experience so uh, why would something in which you are participating in an event or a product be any different doesn't make any sense i agree games are experiences that that was my whole argument with uncharted getting a 10 you know what i mean like yeah sure you know shooting isn't super precise you can shoot something in the head they don't go down whatever blah, blah. but that game brought together is such a, a package that it's more than i think a game is yeah, I mean, like when 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 we watch the Shawshank Redemption, is that not an experience? I mean, I'm not even talking about like actually physically doing something. I mean, we can we can sit and and absorb uh, media and art, uh, and that is an experience. There's without mm. without question, this mm. is not even up for debate. Mm. Noe's girlfriend, Colin, you got anything to add to the argument here? I'll tell, I'll tell this young woman that there you go. that. Uh, did I not vanquish uh, the enemies from the, the floating continent in Final Fantasy VI? Did I not experience that? Yeah. Did I not? Uh, did I not vanquish the Chimera from the Earth? Yeah, exactly. Did you not purge Dracula and his dark minions over and over again? Over again. <laughs> did he not keep coming back? And you kept pushing him down. Yeah, Dracula is relentless, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He He's just done. doesn't care. I mean, He's to me, nasty. to me, obviously, I mean, just the way that, that, that games make me feel sometimes. Like, Skyrim's like one of those games where I'm like, Jesus Christ, like this game's actually invoking something in me. Um, like we said, like w- when you feel a sadness when you beat a hundred-hour RPG and you don't want it to be over or something like that, that's an experience. I was thinking the same thing. 
Stupid fucking song, can't get away from it. <laughs> uh, Mathis writes in with a very simple question. He also says beyond. Uh, beyond. What happened to the top ten Uncharted Kills of the week? Nothing. They're still coming. Uh, it's just been so crowded with reviews, I haven't been able to get up there. One time I went up there, and uh, my PS3 kept crashing for some reason. So we They are planned. I have one on the calendar for next... Oh, no. The week after next. Not not Thanksgiving week, obviously, because that's going to be short week, but whatever. So don't worry. That's coming. Uh, do you want to talk about Thanksgiving week beyond, Colin? Okay. Uh, we are going to record a drunken podcast beyond next week. Mm. A special holiday sh- uh, episode. Holiday edition. Ish. We'll do it on Monday. Monday night. And I would, I would like to take Collins that day, but I just don't know if that's going to be possible and I want to see. Why wouldn't it be? Oh, no, no. I think we can do it. Okay. So, yeah, we'll have the instructions. We'll put them up on Twitter. Maybe we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it somewhere. We'll, we'll reach out to you guys. It'll so be you guys a blog or something. So we'll just get a little hammered and, It'll and be like when we'll bring celebrate. in the holidays. Exactly. We're going to celebrate. Good times. Can we expense the booze? I'll just buy your beer. How about that? No, it's fine. Okay, don't worry about it. Right. Don't worry. All right. I don't want you to do that. Well, we'll see what happens. Right. Stephen Oslin writes in with questions for each of us. Ryan. Yes. I know you are just starting to get back into trophies, but I assume Colin and Greg would not tolerate you not having any platinum trophies. So how many do you have? And what was the hardest one? Also, please continue the Little Big Planet 2 videos. They are awesome. Thank you. Joyce. Uh, and, I'm, and Colin says I have two, and I, I trust him on that one. I know that I have. I was the first human being on the planet, probably, to get the Hannah Montana, the movie, the game, Platinum Trophy. Yeah, not the last. Now, was Alone in the Dark the other one? Ooh. I don't know what the other one is. I know you have two. I think Alone in the Dark might be the other Platinum That's tough. I, I tried to go after that one, and I'm like, man, this game sucks. It wasn't the best game, but I, you know, it had some... A few, very few redeeming qualities. Mm. Greg, when you play the Heavy Rain Director's Cut, will you use the PlayStation Move? I know you like to hate <laughs> on it with reason, but I feel this is one game where it works and adds considerably to the experience. Oh, and it looks like the Move adds a lot to NCIS, winky face. Uh, R- heavy Rain Director's Cut does not have extra trophies, so I'm not playing that again. Because I liked Heavy Rain, but I platinumed it. I don't need to worry about it. And I did play NCIS with the move. I don't hate on the move. I think the move it was a silly thing. I think it was a bad place to invest your money. I don't think any of the games are all that great. But I don't hate it. I use it when it comes around. I like House of the Dead Overkill enough with it. I liked Extraction enough with it. Yeah. I liked NCIS enough with it. Yeah. Yeah, NCIS, mm. baby. Four-hour platinum. Go get it, folks. Colin! Yes. How did you feel about the exclusion of the multiplayer trophies in Resistance 3? I rejoice that I would be able to get the Platinum, but I also find that I have no motivation to play multiplayer as I did in Resistance 2 as I chased its Platinum. Do you think more games should do what Naughty Dog does and include trophies in DLC, leaving the Platinum attainable? Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand the difference between Uncharted 3 and Resistance 3, really. They're both kind of the same with their trophies. Yeah, um, but he's saying that you know Uncharted 2 did the same thing. Play one round, there's your trophy. But then it put out the first DLC, and it was like, all right, now there's a whole slew of multiplayer Oh, yeah, yeah. Trophies. I mean, that's that's fine, I guess. I mean, I, I really I, I got the Platinum in Resistance 3, and I really liked um, liked the experience, with the exception of the co-op trophies, which I had to get on my, by myself. Um, I didn't have to. I just That's the way I did it, um, with two controllers in my hand, um, kind of going going through the motions. Whatever. But I actually really enjoyed getting the Resistance 3 Platinum. I thought it was like re- pretty challenging. The game's pretty hard on um, superhuman difficulty, and uh, it was certainly one of the more rewarding uh, Platinums I've gotten. What, what amazes me is that Colin is one of the angrier of angry gamers that I've seen when he screws up or the game is just no, the unfair. The real question is why is there a tutorial in the end of the game? That is the question. That is the question. So it's funny to me that you are also the one that most adamantly goes after the most infuriating experiences. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do get mad at games. I'm a, I'm a control thrower. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, it's fine. But, I mean, you got to let that negative energy out. But for sure. But did you tell the Batman Arkham City story? I have told it. If you haven't heard me told, tell it, then I must have told it on a GameScoop because I've told it before on a podcast. Okay, I, I don't, I don't remember. All right, well, well if, to bring you up to speed, new listeners, uh, the other day Colin was at a challenging part in Batman, and uh, it's towards the end of the game though, and it's when they teach. It's when if you've played it, it's the part where you're fighting a villain kind of, and uh, it starts saying you have to use counter strikes, you have to counter strike, which means you have to you know build up your combo meter and actually be paying attention to your hits rather than just spamming the attack button. But it's totally late in the game, so it is kind of awkward that it just pops up and it's like. Here's how to counter-attack if you haven't been doing it. And so, uh, or pull off critical strikes, critical strikes, sorry. And so I hear Colin just cursing like a, cursing like a motherfucker in the other room. And I walk in, and I'm like, he's, he's like, I don't understand what's... And I'm like, he got to him, like, oh, there it is. You got, you got to hit that. And he's like, oh, okay, thanks, man. And I went back in my room, and I was, like, folding laundry with Pertel on the bed. And I could just hear him continuing to get frustrated. He's like, oh, my, this is... Oh, my, what the fuck? Why, this is so stupid. And he, but then he, had, so then he got on... There was this mad tone of his voice, and then he started having a conversation with the calmer sort of side of his voice. He's like, oh, this is such... Bull- 
oh, bullshit. And he's like, well, the real question is, though, why is there a tutorial in the middle of the game? And then he goes, yes, that is the question. <laughs> like, his sanity just broke. You just become two-faced there? Yeah, exactly. He asks the question and then answers it as if the question yeah, that is. is the that is the question. That is the real question. Yeah, that is the question. It was great. It was one of, it's probably <laughs> my favorite moment from living with Colin so far. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got to beat that game still. Yeah? You, you got a lot of stuff. How's that uh, Uncharted Platinum coming, huh? I'm in Skyrim Exactly, mode. yeah, right. Wait. Said I'd never get it. Can you guys <laughs> You'll hear? Never get can you, it. you guys can hear through the wall easily from your bedrooms? Oh, yeah, totally. We bang really? it out in separate rooms occasionally. And we just yell things back to each other. Yeah, really? No, not really. You but yell- I mean, the doors were open. They're like it was. Oh, okay. It was. It wasn't oh, like. Okay, it was like okay, you know, okay. seven o'clock, eight yeah, o'clock. It wasn't. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, hey, oh, sorry. This is Nick. Nick writes in. He's gonna be the final email. Oh no, he's not. Uh, Nick final. writes into Beyond at IGN.com. Okay, sorry. Not Gmail. I, I know. I, I For some reason, I said final because I thought you were just I saying started final. to say that, yeah, but okay. I stopped myself. Hey, guys, Beyond. I've been intrigued by the PlayStation Move since its release, even going at, so far as to buy the Sports Champion bundle when it was released, but selling it off a month or two later since I wasn't getting much use. Looking back, I'm not sure if I gave the Move a fair chance. Seeing the sharpshooter attachment being used with Killzone, Resistance, etc., I'm wondering if selling it was the right move. Awful pun intended. Uh, do any of you guys use the Move controller for shooters, or is it more of a gimmick than a viable playing option? I don't use it for shooters. Ne- I have never used that thing for pleasure outside of the office. Woo, that sounded a little uh, risque. It did. I would say that selling it was probably a wise decision. Looking back at what how it poorly it's been supported. I mean, we talk we were talking about you know uh, PlayStation Three and Xbox, which console is good for exclusives, right? Like if you were really into on rail shooters, I guess you could justify buying and keeping all that stuff for the exclu- you know the quote unquote exclusive right move game that would come along. Every you know, Dead in the Quest. I'm interested in. I'm going to borrow a move and take it home and play it eventually. Dead in the quest. Is what I said. It sounded, quest, it sounded sorry. like it. It was funny. Uh, but you know, like House of the Dead, I had played on the Wii, and so then when I reviewed it again, it was like, oh, this is fun, but it still wasn't enough to make me say, man, I need to move at my house at all times. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's just not theirs. And so, yeah, definitely like for Resistance and Killzone, I've used them at demo events. I'm like, oh, cool, but it's never going to be like, that's how I want to play my game. Because, I mean, even for Skyward Sword, which I'm enjoying, I don't like using motion controls. Because I have a dog named Pratilla who loves to sit in my lap and be adorable. And it's annoying to have him. He's uh, on top of the nunchuck rope, and I've got to get it out from underneath his body. And I'm all like, I'm all, not, this isn't how I want to play. And I don't want, and like when I was playing NCIS, which has no nunchuck rope, even then my arm's getting tired. So I'm sitting on the floor, like leaning on the coffee table, like just doing it like this. <laughs> I, will, I will also say that. <laughs> I did 12 push ups on tomorrow's game scoop. So that's, there you go, everybody. Right, you can do 12, huh? I could keep going. I could have kept going, Holy but they stopped me. Because it was more, that, I think they were, thought I was going to burn out after it, two. It's not even, this isn't even an issue of like, oh, you can't do push ups. It's like gen, the average person, 12 is a lot. I, I mean, got these big old muscles. Over, over 10 is, is a, that's a lot of body weight to push up. Damn right. Wait I, I can do like 400 of them in a row. But I bet you can. No, I can't. You do one arm push ups? No. That's, do you do, that's you do the, really difficult. Do the one arm push up where you push yourself off and then you slap your chest and I, come back down? I used over. to. I used to be able. I still probably could do a few of the push up and clap. Yeah, but that's that's about it. Th- those are actually not that e- uh, not that difficult to do. Well, they look impressive. I don't Thank exert you. myself physically. Can you do a push up, Kyle? No, you jogged, sure. you jogged sure earlier to get your glasses for the video. I did. I also ran to catch the train today. Oh my god! It how is, are you doing? Uh, dude, I, I constantly think about how athletic I was when I was a kid playing hockey, like all, all those years. And don't you miss your body being in like su- supreme shape? Yeah, just I was, like, dude, I was I was a goalie too. I was quick. I was limber and shit. Yeah, like, I, well, I just it's, Greg sees flashes of my goaltending when he throws things at me, and yeah, I just, it does. I threw stuff in his face today, and he caught it. That's <laughs> not weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just it, 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 and you were saying that you were an avid runner and jogger in college. I and, was, and uh, I'm just surprised you don't uh, want that. I feel it's funny when I run now. Like I still remember how it feels to run. You know, <laughs> like how, like how, like how my body feels and stuff. And I am so much heavier. Like I can feel it when I run. I'm like, holy shit. Like I don't like I'm used to being able to fly, you know, like you really go fast and stuff like that. I'm just like that when I'm running to catch the train, like kind of looking at next Muni on my phone. So I'm like, this is about as fast as I can go. <laughs> if this happens or not, this yeah, is, what this it's is like I can't bring my fat fucking body to go any faster than this. So that's about it. Our final email of the week is a special one. Comes from a man named David Bedard. A man named David. It comes from a Bedard. Man. Uh, David is marketing coordinator for IDOS Montreal. He's the marketing coordinator for IDOS Montreal. For IDOS Montreal. He says, hey, Greg, Ryan, and Colin. Since we're huge fans of Podcast Beyond here at IDOS Montreal, here are three Dusex Human Revolution, the Missing Link DLC codes to give away to the Beyond Nation. The only requirement is that Greg reads them in Adam Jensen's gravelly voice. Oh, nice. Oh, I guess I was almost doing that. Sort of. You probably do it better than me. No, I, I want to hear yours. Because I only played it for a little bit. Yours is better. Probably. Sorry, David, I got bored. 
Uh, well, I got these batteries. I can't just kill people right away. Uh, Play any way you want, but the, after two silent kills, you're tired. I, I, I don't, I'm tired in real life, David, doing push-ups and games go well. I love you, David, but have that game patched so it has controls that feel like they were made in the last 10 years. I'm <laughs> sure he loves this show. He's so happy. <laughs> Clint, you liked it. Talk, it up. I, Talk I, the game I, up fast. De- Deus Ex Human Revolution has some some of the finest setting and um, atmosphere like True. stuff going Lots on. Lots of stuff talking about. Uh, and, the, and the fact that also the fact that I, I think that Colin is gravely misjudging the controls. The controls are totally fine. I'm not. I played the game for like several hours. I can't play it like that. Okay. Well, I can't. That's, I can't that's aim your without opinion. the triggers. I just dis- I'm just saying I disagree with you. Rather, that was that what I meant to say. I think that the it, it was totally fine. The 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 R one and L one button, like the the fact that you have to click and stuff. It's just oh god, I can't. Oh, it's on the joystick. Yeah, right? I can't, okay, I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it. Sorry. Right. Anyways, here's some free games, <laughs> some free DLC for you. Thank you, David. Nine six seven F G N N three A A L B. A seven A T H G N B E Q Q H P five G nine G T N L T F two Q. I didn't. I don't know where one of those codes began and the other. Exactly. Ended. Well, that's the point. Oh, okay. Now they're on their toes. Metal but Gear. I, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <sighs> Meryl. Oh, what's up, everybody? That's the end of the show. Remember to be part of the show. You want to email us at beyond.ign.com. Oh, a lot of people have been asking. Hey, hey, Greg, where is that Uncharted Three spoiler cast? You keep talking about it. This girl, this pretty girl in Nebraska, keeps asking about it too. Really? Yeah. Who's the pretty uh, girl in Nebraska? Uh, thanks for putting me on the spot. I don't remember her fucking name. Now I look like a jackass. No, you don't. You we. You just we, ruined my possible marriage. We, we we communicate with people all the time. I mean, it's it's. She's totally... only just started. She's a she's a fresh listener. Yeah, absolutely. We'll right. we'll get her name next time. Sure, it's why totally not? Fine. Well, I'll forget that too. Noob. Yeah. Um, spoiler cast is coming next week. We're going to do Uncharted Second Opinions as an article on IGN on Friday. Spoiler cast will be recorded and posted on Monday of next week. And then we that's how much we love you. Regular podcast we're recording during Monday, then staying late to get drunk and record the holiday issue that you can call into. Also, Greg. Yeah. If you want to make enemies, try and change something. Okay. Was that Adam Jensen. It was from yeah. It was, I think that's. I think I quoted it right. It's from the trailer that I still. I love that. I still love that trailer to this day. All right. Who the am cinematic I? Who am I quoting? Already. Come back in <laughs> Someone from Jericho. Yeah, I still yeah, haven't Green. seen. Johnson still Green. haven't Johnson seen this fucking Green. show. I, I've seen the first two episodes of Jericho. Oh, you gotta get on it. What do you take everything away from him, man? They'll take everything, everything away, away from, from you. <laughs> beyond quote. All right, we're getting off track. Anyways, beyond at IGN.com. You can always come to IGN.com and keep us employed. That way we can continue to make the show. So go there and watch our crazy little videos where you get to see our faces and get your PlayStation news quicker. Uh, follow us. IGN is IGN on Twitter. Ryan is Pwam Cider. Hello. I am Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Someone, The girl from Nebraska said she's finally following you because she couldn't understand what I was saying all the time. Oh, yeah, no yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, I know taxation. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. She's nice. She got a thing for me. I don't think she does. Nah, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Swatting that out of the well, sky. Thanks, Colin. I was, was going to rely on that self-respect a little bit further. <laughs> no, it's funny. I don't think she does. Uh, that's it. Yeah, follow those things. Ryan, take mm-hmm. me home. No problem. Uh, we have a tradition on Podcast Beyond to play a song from you, the community of Podcast Beyond. So email us, beyond at IGN.com, if you'd like us to plug your band and or solo projects, just like Ryan did, another Ryan, and just like he did long ago, because Ryan writes, Beyond, it was one year ago today that you played one of my band's songs on your wonderful podcast. I was wondering if you would grant me the same wish again today. I shall grant this wish. Wish granted. The song is called Evolver, and it's by Villains of Vinyl. I remember that name, Evolver. actually. Evolver. Evolver, not that's Revolver. That's Evolver, that's Revolver that's Ocelot. Record. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. That's a pretty good thrill. You can buy all our music on iTunes, Amazon, Napster, CD Baby, and so on. You can also hear all the tracks on YouTube. Thanks again, and keep on beyonding. This is Evolver from The Villains of Vinyl. Beyond. Beyond! Beyond. Your life, not the 
Just sitting back with my revolver I'm not a genius, I'm just evil Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.